Welcome to Be Bit Wise, the only podcast where we drink itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka band martinis. That's right. Oh yeah. Did you guys catch that? You like my little my pun on that? Jen is like whatever. (laughs) She just rolled her eyes. Jen's like, like, oh my goodness. She's like, I'm not drinking anything. I haven't seen a martini cross my hand yet. That's right, and it will not. No, okay. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, this is Alondo. Hey, this is Beaven. I'm Jennifer. And this is episode 15. Um, let's see. I didn't come with like a rhyme for 15. It's mean. Going green. Mean 15. Going green mean for 15. episode 15. How about that? We going sound green. Like, we sound like we're going like eco. Yeah. Right? Ecological. Eco. Yeah. We're going green because we got rained on a lot. And we have a hurricane coming. So oh, please. Down the hatches. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. Florence. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a little nervous. So, yeah. did y'all see that meme? It was like, you know things are bad when... He shows up and it's Jim Cantori. I know y'all have seen that. Oh, yes. It's so oh, cute, though. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I just love it because I love him. That's definitely a guy you only want to see on TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. You never want to see him in person, right? Like, you're like, he's you're in the here. House. I'm leaving. I will leave. You stay. <laughs> I could be like at a McDonald's and be like, oh, hey, it's Jim. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> just, just or you're at the out. hotel that calls in and needs a room for him and his crew. And you're That's like, right. Uh, you're like, I won't be no. here that day. Oh, oh man. I'm be out of here. They must be a plague of spiders getting ready to fall from the sky. <laughs> we are out. If he goes to the Outer Banks, he'll be calling the Ramada. That's about the best one there. No, the really. Ramada. That's about all they've got. And maybe he'll use your rental. Uh, you never oh, know. Yeah, Jim, use my rental. Right. That's right, because then you know it's getting destroyed. <laughs> he's not a big, he's not, uh, fans in NC are not big on Jim Cantori. Because mm. whenever he's there, they've he's reported stuff that actually wasn't true. Uh oh! And they've lost business because of Jim Cantor. Oh, oh man! Like, dude, you've got to stop with Wait this a minute. doom and gloom. Even are you going to tell me there's somebody in the media sensationalizing the truth? No. For views. What? Where or how are you privy to this information? Fake. Don't don't shatter my world fake like this. News. Fake what? News. What is and this? I thought f- I could fake, believe fake every news? <laughs> This is a thing. This is a thing. You can't trust him. Uh, you can't trust. You can't news. trust the media. I need to go research this. In the meantime, though, <laughs> that was a long intro. <laughs> we will go ahead and move on to our first segment. What it happened was. <laughs> In Canada, Canada, the same home of the Crow Tracks app, remember? Yes, yes, lots going on up there. They have all the amazings. All right, so there was a sunflower farm in Canada that was forced to close its gates to specifically Instagrammers and Snapchatters. Hmm. For what reason? There's Why? Be... Because they would be getting lots of publicity. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, you seem like you're like, hey, what I just say a little while ago, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? That's right. Well, they were uh, using, there was thousands of people who flocked there trying to take the world's perfect selfie. Oh, Lord. All right. So the Bogle family, which operates his farm. Bogle Seeds in Hamilton, Ontario, roughly 42 miles from Ontario. I'm sorry, from Toronto. I can read. I can read. I don't know if you guys heard this. I just, I just picked up this new, this new talent. Um, <laughs> and they said on their website that unfortunately with the police involved, 
we have had to close the photos opportunity after a traffic jam plugged the they said plugged the roads for hours um one saturday so there was like so many people out there trying to get the selfies they're like look i look just like jennifer lawrence i'm gonna take pictures next to a sunflower field or whatever they is she canadian i don't know who cares anyway (laughs) so uh yeah and it it, um cost them each seven dollars and fifty cents a person Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. they were expecting a few hundred people nope thousands came wow yeah and they were like you know closing down roads everywhere and they were like oh the first week or so everyone was laughing and having fun and then they said all of toronto showed up and they were like and then we had to shut it down which i can understand after taking the cover charge hopefully yeah exactly well i hope they collected that money (laughs) gotta make that money hey gotta make that money (laughs) <laughs> gotta make that money you, you know with that uh, little dicky i think is his name right <laughs> make that money it's not cut <laughs> little cut what, what hey i like cut calhoun cut right because what it happened was all right so while for many it was too perfect a photo opportunity to miss for the bogles and the neighbors the attraction they said was more akin to and i'm quoting here zombie apocalypse oh. wow. must take selfie <laughs> Oh, selfie Instagram, please gram this. Oh my goodness, hashtag. <laughs> I know. Uh, but you have to somehow know that with a, with a zombie voice when you hashtag that. So, uh, so the police from Ontario, uh, the Ontario province, had to be called in to help with traffic control that afternoon. Um, they said they, they, they estimated the crowds at. 7,000 cars, not 7, people, 7,000 cars, right? What was the name of the family again? Bogle. Bogle. B-O-G-L-E. Like Fogle, except for less Subway-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> thank you, Beaven. You got that one. <laughs> It took me a second, but then I was like, oh, "Thank yeah. you, yeah, that guy." Okay, yeah. so then they went, they went on the anti-social media spree, and they were like, uh, "For anyone thinking trying to snap photography, all photography, and this is in all caps on social media, all photography of sunflowers on the farm are now closed for the season." Wow. Um, and they um, said that now it's only open to people who want to come to the sunflower um, uh, farm to collect seeds for uh pets like birds and stuff because wow. obviously they like a lot yeah, of the yeah. seeds uh-huh. they, you know disperse and everything um and they said that they had 94,300 people who had visited the site that uh farmer's website holy up cow. until then um uh, many of them looking to find directions for their uh photo shooting opportunity uh, we'll see yeah yeah so it's yeah. beautiful but it's there's got to be a happy medium because they can still make money doing this stuff, but at the same time, there's got to be a way to traffic all that. At the time, they had hired eight additional staff at $22 per hour and rented porta potties to accommodate the wow. hordes of people that showed up at their property. Like, well, one of the like problems is it showed up on Pinterest and the, the quote, you must visit. Yeah. You know, so, oh, I have to, me must visit. Me must but, visit. Um, so the next thing, the next concern would be the local pumpkin patch. Yeah, because that mm. looks as gorgeous. 
Take selfies at the pumpkin patch. Oh, yeah. Marlene Bogle, who is uh, one of the uh, proprietors of this establishment, said to a person who was uh, who drove an hour to get there with a van full of children, said, We're closed forever! Wow. Yes. That is <laughs> terrible customer is, service, it, Well, but Mrs. she was... Bogle. She, uh, uh, look, that's okay. I mean, do what you gotta she do. She had had it. Yeah, exactly. She, she was, was like, like I don't you... want your... I don't want your van. I don't <laughs> want your family. I don't want you cheering. <laughs> Just leave me, me and my sunflowers alone. Yep. But so... How... How it does look gorgeous, though. But that's a lonely field. Is it? Mm-hmm. You Is need it really? people need in there. People. I would no, no, no. I would love to get a picture in front of that field, looking away from the can camera, stoically up at the heavens, just like oh. Exactly. That looking, is beautiful. Looking though. like I am, you know. It's just... like the tulip farm in Holland. Yes. You must visit. Yeah. But there's multiple. And you must take a selfie. That's just one other example that's just stunningly yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, now they're going to get overrun and be like, that enabler. She sent all these people here. They were like those bit wise people. people. They're so inconsiderate. Oh, my goodness. They are such a rabid and passionate flock of listeners. And they just had to come here. <sighs> and the the Janabler sent them all. She all sent them you. all. That's right. Then so you hear the thunder. Boom. <laughs> There's that. There's something wrong. <laughs> With what? Me? Yes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, sorry, Bogles. We went ahead and put you on blast again. Um, by the way, Americans, uh, they're open next week. From no, I'm lying. <laughs> I am lying. It's not open. Don't go the there. First 10, yes. <laughs> the, the, first, the first ten thousand customers get a free The first ten thousand listeners of Be Bitwise go there and they give you a free plushie. <laughs> you might get a seat or two. <laughs> and that is this week's what had happened. What? Can you guys help me pick a filter? I don't know if I should go with XX Pro or Valencia. I want to look tan. What should my caption be? I want it to be clever. Um, every week we do our uh, little uh, trivia segment we call uh, Do You Even Geek? And, um, you know, Beaven and Jennifer just just go ecstatic when they think about this upcoming segment. They, they just, I mean, really, I what did I say before? I said the, 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 the excitement was palpable, I think was what I used last time. Yes, last it time, is now supplanted yeah. that. It is now... Um, tantamount with the excitement you have going over that first like hill on a roller coaster. They're super excited. Super excited. Listen to them. They're screaming. Oh my goodness. The wow. kinetic energy. Kinetic energy. That's right. Um, all right. So we're going to do uh, our geek battle. Um, we're doing four questions. All right. And um, random stuff. And Jen is going to, she's going to nail this one again because she, she always wins and she tries to pretend, she tries to pretend like she's not a geek. We and if know you've listened to the previous episodes, you know that is not true. She's a geek. She's a geek. Actually, I never win. What you don't see is she actually passes notes to Beaven with the answers on them. So. <laughs> All right. Question one. What is the name of the dragon in The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien? The neighbor. I don't and know. And it's actually the 
the name of the dragon is in one the name of one of the movies done by oh wait i know puff the magic there it is <laughs> there it is that's it i'm done and yeah. what was the theme song jen what? What was the theme song to, to Puff the Magic Puff Dragon? The magic he dragon. lives by the sea. There you go. And frolicked in an open place by a land called Honolulu. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrong. Anyway. <laughs> Beaven. Smog. Smog is correct. I don't yeah, look at that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember to say, have you seen that movie, the, that trilogy? I don't. I've seen some of it, but y'all, I'm not a big That's just like fantasy, my wife. Yeah, my science wife's the same fiction. Way. I'm not. She's not into that. Lord of the Rings, great set of movies. Right. I felt like the bat, the third one was terrible. I know. Come at come at me, internet. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did not like the, the, the Return of the King. Tell him the King. I, I have you. to... I have to be Two very selective okay. about my time because yeah. I'm so busy. Not that y'all yeah. aren't. No, no, no. Because I, I, I know you watch great be... movies like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <laughs> it has to be something I'm interested in, or I I'm That's wasting the same my time. Way right, with, you're right. With my wife, yep. I know. Did you watch a somebody pet a cat for ten hours one time on YouTube? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. <laughs> no, I hate cats. Are you sure? Are you I'm sure? a dog person. Oh, is petting a dog petting for ten dog. hours? That's no. right. No. She yeah, she told me about that. She was salivating. So she was like, not true. I watched she's like, I watched this guy pet a Dalmatian for ten hours straight. Oh my goodness, I never said his that. hands started bleeding. All right, so <laughs> question two. Question two <laughs> In Pac Man. Have you heard of Pac Man? Yes, and played it feverishly in middle school. Nerd! Oh, All right, yeah. so I did. I was a nerd Pac Man. Right. This is the reason why, Jen, you're on the show. Because <laughs> stuff like this, you try to pretend like you, you're not a nerd. You're a nerd. You got oh nerd cred. God. She got, got nerd cred. All right. The cherry is the first bonus fruit to appear. What fruit comes out second? Oof. The orange. Jin says orange. Beaven. Do you agree with her? Or you want to go with a different answer yourself, sir? I'm thinking about it too, and I want to say it's an orange. So I'm hearing orange from both of you guys. I, I was picturing an orange when I heard when I was when you said the question. Okay, good deal. Orange is a really really good guess, but it's wrong. But it's wrong. Um, <laughs> what is it? But I'm going to tell you this, and you will probably actually be able to visualize this once I say it. Okay. Strawberry. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's like it's. It, remember, it's, most stuff was like red or pink mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Um, and strawberry came out because it was red with a little green and like oh. white, like little like dots on it. You didn't play that game at all. Never heard of it. Yep. So <laughs> he's all up into the dots and the pattern of color. I know. Mm-hmm. Never I'm over here. It. it had to be an orange. I know exactly. <laughs> Rhymes with orange. Vitamin C gives you strength. All right, right. so, um, and I'm going to just give you guys this hint. Lethal weapon. Okay. That's my hint. That's it? What? What? That's all my hint is. What did she say? Lethal weapon. Oh, lethal weapon. But I'm reading the question Mel Gibson. Here we go. Yeah. Read the question. Okay. The Motorola Dynatac 8000X, nicknamed The Brick, was the first mobile phone used to make a public phone call. In what year was it commercially released? 
1984. There's multiple choice, but I like the fact you said 1984. I'm, I'm thinking it's around that time when Lethal Weapon came out. Yeah. All right. 845. Now, I do not know the answer. Okay. I said that because think about the time period. And so I figured by saying Lethal Weapon before I gave you the answers, we hope you guys kind of hone in on where it's going to be at. Right. Um, okay, it says A, 1982, mm-hmm. B, 1979, C, 1983, D, 1987. 1987, then. You're 1982. Saying, you're saying 82. Beavin says 82. Beavin says 87. Yeah. Jen definitely closer. It was 83. Yeah. 84. You were so close. Yeah. You guys see why I gave you guys that hint? Yeah. Because I wanted to put you guys in the right yeah. time frame. Because even I didn't know the exact Year, but I knew generally because remember Danny Glover yeah. was on the bridge. Was on the bridge, yeah, talking on, like and he 80, was on the bridge, like eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, but that was okay. My dad had one, and I oh remembered what summer, was... and I knew because it was it was when I was in middle school. That's See, so there you go. Yeah, but I, I figured if I give you that clue, the brick. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> the brick. That's crazy. All right, so and it was the battery was. It was huge. It was a briefcase. It was a, yeah. It was a briefcase with a handset on the top and of the it. Essentially, was long and that mm-hmm. crazy. I forgot about the antenna being oh, long. That's right, because it could flip up. I think wow. it pushed up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too funny. And it's sad that I know that, and my parents didn't even have one. But I knew so much about technology back in the day. Yeah. yeah. All right. This one, you guys are going to get probably like right off the bat. All right. What does A F a I K mean and and they say texties, but what is it a shortened what phrase it is a is it a shortened form of? I'm sure it's enabler to notice this one. A F A I K. That's text That's, speak. Yeah, I don't They use... call it textees. I was like, I never text-ease. heard the term textees. But kinda... I don't use A F A I K. I just don't. Is it something and I know? Close. You're you're on the right track. You would typically say at the beginning of a sentence and put a comma afterwards. Uh huh. And you are really close. Yeah. You got the last two words right. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you're so close. A friend and I know. A friend, a and, friend I... and I know. It's a way to tell people. <laughs> Only two people know the answer to this thing. Only we know the location of the one ring that rules them all. <laughs> Bring it back to the Hobbit and all that. Is that, that what it means? Yes. yes. Oh, I just guessed. No, I lied to you just what now. What does it mean? I'm so Pulling sorry. I just, yes, I, yes. There's your leg. I'm, I'm going to pull it. <laughs> Ow! I know. <laughs> She's like, oh no! It's you not, really did. It's disjointed now. <laughs> I'll have to call in tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, I That's can't. That's a great excuse. That's Jen, the could other you benefit. My, could you please pull my leg? <laughs> Workman's come. <laughs> Jen, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Please pull my leg. No. What is it, Beaven? What is it? Beaven, knock it out. It stands for as far as I know. Oh, you were really yeah, close. I don't use that. Are you coming to the party tonight? A F A I K. Oh, okay. Or if you say at the beginning of a sentence, as far as I know. Um, actually, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. Uh, uh, yeah. As far as I know, horses look like that. 
Horses yeah. have beards, apparently. And they have, yeah, well, they have, it's a mane that comes over. I know, looks I'm like kidding. A beard, it looks like he has yes, a beard, but yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I guess because I don't use a lot of that in my texting. I'm not a texty. I text, but you I text, text incomplete. That's so what I was going to ask of, you. Yeah. You text incomplete sentences. It's funny because yeah, when people too. send me yeah, YouTube. Like, yeah, I was going to say the three of us definitely. Three of us yeah. in our generation, yeah. We don't even use that many emojis now that I more i'm thinking about think it so. every so often i think i might use one with you guys every so often i'll do a it thumbs depends up on who i'm texting i refrain things. from that with y'all yeah except the laughing emoji mm-hmm. and but, i know i used one when i lost that uh uh episode yeah when it went down yeah. i was like really upset and yep. i didn't want to talk about that, it yeah. i didn't want to talk about it so i just like put like an emoji it was like now, <laughs> christina that you know she and I emoji it out, and we know what we're thinking and talking about when we send them. It's hilarious. Like, we'll I can have see full-blown conversations. Uh-huh. She and I are chill like that, too, where it's like we, we every so often we'll talk, and it's like and just like we pick up like we hadn't stopped talking like mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, yeah. There's just some people you just, that's what you can do. So yeah. Anyway, you guys did amazing on that one. Yeah, you guys answered all of them, right? Did, didn't you get all of them right? Yes? I think so. We did. Yeah. One of us, Yeah. Thank goodness you had the knowledge of the last. The one. knowledge you I guys mean, worked together. The useless knowledge that's in my. Oh no, brain. you didn't get the you didn't get oh, the uh, 1983 one right. But Jen no, did get there pretty close. close. Yeah, she was like Jen one Naylor year did. off, and yeah, that yeah. was without knowing the multiple choice options. So Nerd. well done, <laughs> Jenabler. Yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna use this opportunity to slide right into our next segment. Um, we're gonna talk about this week's uh, topic, which is. Uh, um, automatic automated devices, which um, the the theme song is going to be automatic, which is going to come up in a few seconds, um, which is like one of my favorite songs by the Pointer Sisters. But y'all don't know about that. Um, we, anyway, do, we do now. <laughs> you will. <laughs> automatic. Anyway, it's like one of the greatest songs of all time. There's a whole Blackish episode about it, which is hilarious. I highly recommend that. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about automating um, things around your household, um, stuff that you work with, things like that. Um, and just to let you know, you know, things that could help you uh, kind of, uh, again, create some automation with things that you work with every day inside your house. Home. So, our topic, again, automatic. Okay, so we're talking about ways to connect at home and to get yourself more streamlined and automate your home life. I'm going to be talking about four different apps that you can install at home. And the first one I thought was interesting, it's called Homework First. Now, all of these that I have have a usefulness rating and a difficulty rating. And I tried to keep these at least a three or under when it came to difficulty. So let's go with the homework first. First, get it? Uh-huh. Wait, it's, wait. What if I do homework last? Uh, you would not do well on this app. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> now you, I know. Yeah, I want y'all to really think about the impact this could ha- have had growing up and on your own small mm-hmm. children if you have any. Yeah, gotcha. As a teacher, I love it. 
Mm-hmm. So the usefulness is a three level three out of um, five and difficulty two. Your kids have to send an email or text saying their homework is done before they're allowed to play games or watch TV. And then whoever they're sending that information to, mom or dad, hopefully, they text a trigger to activate a switch that controls everything, the TV, a gaming console, or computer. Um, The software looks for a code phrase, example, hashtag homework, and then it'll turn everything on so that your child has access to those games and devices that they want to use. Isn't that interesting? That is really cool. I love it. Just make sure I get this. So they come in. Mm-hmm. They basically say, I'm home. Mm-hmm. I got to do homework. Everything turns off until they can use it again. It's probably off to start with. Oh, it's off to start with. Okay. And it mm-hmm. will Sorry. not activate until they get that message from whomever. Got you it. have to report okay. back in and hope that, you know, the honor sy- you know, system. Okay. Okay. That was the part you I was missing. You did not do that math homework. Mm-hmm. Ah, there yeah. you go. Got it. Got it. Okay. And you only need three things. A smart outlet that controls the power to the device that you want to restrict. And SMS integration, okay. um, which you're going to talk a little bit more about later in your IFTTT yes, 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 section. Yes. Uh-huh. Or an email integration. It's similar to SMS. It sends an email to trigger, and then you just put in whatever hashtag you've assigned it, like I said, homework. Can That'd we go great. back to the smart outlet part? Mm-hmm. Um, so is this like one of those Belkin Wemos where like you turn on and turn off something like I do with the lights, like when you guys mm-hmm. were? Yes. No? Okay, got it. Yeah. So you control the power um, straight to the device. Like when you said bar light off, Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. was a a control straight to that device. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. So it keeps it off until you are allowed to get turned on. Mm -hmm. It's allowed to get turned back on after you have completed the homework. Right. Got it. Okay. Now this one is super cool. It's called Artificial Sunrise. And I'm, I'm seriously contemplating this because I'm one of those who sets their alarm. Like on my phone, I have five different yeah. settings. If, if I don't get up or I miss it or I accidentally hit it when it's going off, I could easily oversleep. When you say five settings, you're talking about you have like five like sleep. Five uh, separate yes. alarms. What is it, what is it call? You like you put the snooze, right? You got like... But I okay, so I used to do that where I just oh. hit snooze or stop. Yeah. But I've accidentally hit accidentally stop, hit meaning stop, to hit and then, snooze. Yeah, and then you and I've oh, had, missed it completely. Oh, I yes. have missed a couple workouts oh. in the morning doing that. Uh-huh. It oh, wasn't yeah. a workout I missed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all. I wish late I could have recorded her look at me when she said that. What are you talking like, about? I was. It was not about no it workout. It was about not sleep. Action. <laughs> so the artificial sunrise is so cool. The usefulness is three. Difficulty is also three. So here's the skinny. You use your bedroom lights to simulate a sunrise and wake mm. up gently, more gently than an alarm. Plus, you can add in a weather forecast. So how it works is once you have your lights set up with your home automation hub, you just have to set up the timing for your routine. So depending on your software, you could be limited on how long the ramp up could be for your smart lights. So all you would need for that to install is a smart bulb that has the Roy G. Biv colors. No chartreuse in there. Thank goodness that would be harsh to wake up to. Chartreuse not a bad color. You could get violet. You could have indigo. Uh, Can we get lavender up in there? No, because it's not Roy G. Biv. I don't care about Roy G. Biv. Lavender is an amazing color. Lavender. Also my favorite color. 
So I have one of those, mm. I'm thinking of these colors that are on my um, night lights in my house that charge as they're giving off these beautiful Roy G. Biv LED colors. And then if you lose power, it still works for 14 hours. I got those at Costco. Wait, 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 wait. What? So you're telling me after the power dies, they have enough residual power in yes. them. So like I a battery. love them. And everyone that comes over is like, those are so cool. Where did you get that? So you definitely need to uh, give us a link for those. Okay, they're only um, $9.99 for three, and they're beautiful. Yeah, sweet. Put the link for those. We need to put those links in the uh, show yes, notes, yes. please. Okay. Yeah. All right, two more. So the next one is a workday countdown. Usefulness three, difficulty three. You use color-changing lights in your kitchen to let you know when you wrap up breakfast and head out the door for work. For those people who sit down right before leaving for work and have a nice breakfast. Ha-ha. Yeah, ha. <laughs> yeah. You can add traffic. What 1980s time warp did you go through? I know. Because... Ty, um, you can um, add traffic tie-in to account for the delays getting there, too. It's super cool. So the implementation is going to depend a little on your software. But so let's say that you need to leave for work in 20 minutes. You might get a yellow light. And then if traffic is starting to get heavy where you're heading, because you're going to put on there where you're going to work, mm-hmm. it might turn to an orangey color. Right. Okay, that, that's You're getting yeah. close. Time is running mm-hmm. out. Traffic's getting bad. You need to start thinking about packing things up and getting out the door, and then red when it's time to go. That Dude. makes so much sense. That would be awesome. It's amazing. I would love that. Like, let's say that little bar light I have downstairs in my yeah. kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I was to be, because usually like the last 15 minutes before I walk at the door, um, you know, that's like the only light downstairs. Everything's dark. Right. When I'm leaving in the morning, if I could look at that thing and it was like, like red, it was red. And it's I knew like, yeah, it's like, Hey, you better buy lunch. Stop. Stop trying to make it to the house. You need uh-huh. to go right mm-hmm. now. Otherwise you can be like, you know, sitting in like 30 minutes of traffic. That's right. I love this idea. It would stress me out because I'm the type that sleeps as late as I can. I know how much time I have, and I am literally running out the door. Oh man, um, yeah. No. I try not to be that way. Yeah, most times, but yeah, but that's in a perfect world. Exactly. I'm out on a lick and a promise. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to know what she's licking, but there's a, for some reason there's a promise, that's so crazy. and then she licks like a piece of wood or something. Uh, I don't yeah. Know. yeah, that's what it is. Okay, the last one is called TV Zombies. It has a usefulness rating of two and a difficulty rating of four. This one was a little bit harder, but it reminds your kids to take a break from the screen when on the computer or on a gaming console. Mm -hmm. So you have a power sensor on the TV or computer to determine when they're on in the afternoon before you get home from work. And then every 20 minutes or so, you flash the light as a reminder for them to pause what they're doing Everything stops, which what kid would not hate this? Yeah. Right exactly. in the middle of, I'm about to blow. And yeah. then you have to walk around a certain amount of time that you designate. Yeah. Because um, it's turning but, the console off. Yeah, is it, Am I right? Pause, like, is it turning pause. the console off or is it pausing it? It pauses. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought okay. it was turning the console off. Oh, says, my God. I wish oh, someone. man. I'm going to go ahead and date myself real quick and say, look, on the Nintendo Entertainment System, me and my brother, Bawai Miho, I know you listen to this. Bro, him, I love you. Um, yeah. We <laughs> would play. Out. I know. My, I'm going to shout out to my brother. Um, We would play Master Blaster. Uh-huh. And this thing would take. Hours, hours to beat and yeah. i think we might have beat it once and that was like i don't know like uh, like uh, somewhere or another a mosquito farted the right way and yeah. it just happened to like have this impact on all these other series of events and we beat the game <laughs> but 
if someone was to turn that game oh, off on me in the middle no. of it, oh man, I'm I'm super cool. I'm like committing hard, you know. Yeah, I'm like I'm like knife in the chest. I'm like oh, I'm going down. Man. There's nothing left in life, and I'm probably putting Dude. myself down because oh, all that work, all that work. So it's supposed to prevent you from becoming addicted, and also to keep you healthy because you're not just sitting there. Oh, yeah. but I wonder right. if it would cause more anxiety because you're like, know. oh my gosh, it's about time, it's about time, I'm about to beat this, and then like all of a sudden it stops. Wait, what keeps you healthy though? I mean, because the thing is, <clears throat> if I was to have my video game system turn off, I would just go watch TV, and that's not making me healthy. Mm-hmm. You can probably just. <laughs> Maybe do it on several things. Oh, okay. So it says you have a power sensor switch determining which devices are which on. Which devices are used. And uh, a connected okay. light switch or bulb. Use connect. these for the light you want to flash. Yeah. So you give them a warning. Uh, mm-hmm. They yeah. could pause themselves, too. So if it flashes, you get the warning to pause, or you can pause it for them. Right. Mm. Okay. And then if you don't want to be interrupted in the middle of a movie or a game like you were talking about, mm-hmm. you could set up an override. That right. could be like if you get an A on the test, you get an override. Hey. Mm. Uh, and, one override per month. And there yeah. you have it. Nice. Wow. My fabulous four. Hey, Fab Four. Wow. Mm. I'm telling you right now, See, I'm still I'm still traumatized by this whole like, game <laughs> game turning off no, console exactly. thing. Exactly. I know that's not what it does, but right. I'm still traumatized. Yeah, like, Back imagine. in the day we had when we had the Atari and you had the Nintendo, mm-hmm. it would that wasn't we didn't have this technology around. Right. That technology back then was called my mom. Oh, so when yeah. we were playing a game and we, she said, you need to turn that off right now, and we didn't, she would go up there, and unplug the TV, and yeah. yep. didn't matter how much we ranted and raved. She's like, nope, I told you, you're done. And I'm let's also it. remember that those um, systems back in the day, they, they had no memory cards. Yes. That you can, like, you know, you put a memory card right. in, and it's like, oh, I recorded my state, I can, yeah. and I put the memory card back in, and I'll start up again. The old Nintendo, nope. it turned off. About it. Once you turn, I think off? the first one they had a battery and it would actually save the spot it was in was Zelda. But no, yeah, I, I mean, but before that, shoot, if it once that thing turned off, you were, you were done. You were, at, you were back at, at square go. one, yeah. Square yeah. One. And they didn't have, and this is the thing that sucked. They didn't have unlimited continues either. Mm-hmm. You got three nope. continues. And you were continues. Dead. That was it. Once you died, three, <laughs> you would die three times. And that would happen three times. Mm-hmm. So basically, you got nine lives. Yep. Like a cat. And we're thinking about it. <laughs> and once you hit that ninth life, that was that it. That was it. Game started over. over. I'm like, man, the heck of me and Miho, we were like, oh. And then <laughs> oh people wonder why it's like, why you stay up all overnight on a Saturday night playing yeah, video games? Yeah. It's like, because we're going to beat this thing. We're going to beat it. I know that. Like a especially, Rubik's Cube. Well, especially if we rented it from Blockbuster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where we got all of our That's video right. games is Blockbuster uh, yeah, video like games. two-night rental, yeah. Two-night rental. We rented on a Friday. Mm-hmm. You got to turn it in Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Like, oh, we're You're staying up all night Saturday, That's kids. Right. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Jen. You're welcome. Thanks, Jen. Uh, Remember me talking about the clapper? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, you know, that amazing technological marvel, which was clapping to turn off lights and appliances and, um, I don't know, life support systems. (laughs) It was invented by William Clapper. (laughs) That's right. That was the terrible, terrible uh, 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 fact that was on Wikipedia, which was completely phony and fake. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but that was the early entry into the arena of home automation. Um, um, but I was – now, I don't know about y'all. I was a huge fan 
of uh, those. You remember those Rube Goldberg machines you would see on oh, certain yeah, yeah. shows yeah. and right. stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to say Rube Goldberg machines, do you guys remember any one that was like really infamous to you guys or like really popular? It's the one I remember. It reminded me of Mousetrap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah, game. Because Mousetrap was. Yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. So I think about just all these different contraptions that help you get to an end result. Right. Whenever mm-hmm. I think of mm-hmm. him, I just think of that in general. Is there, is, so that particular Balloons. one was really meaningful to you then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Beavany? Yeah, the one I remember was the one from Ferris Bueller. It set up. The parents would open oh, the door. Yeah. It set up the beds, and it looked like yes. he was snoring. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. And it would turn the body. Yep. Kind of exactly. And so, the mom looked a second time. Like, uh, something's not quite yeah, right. Yeah, but, but she still. Shut and the then door when Jennifer Grey ran in, she just opened the door, and everything just flipped up. <laughs> she <laughs> like messed up. <laughs> so mine's was uh, my favorite one was the one from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, oh, wow. yeah. You remember that with the breakfast? Uh-huh. And it yes, ate breakfast? way back, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I love automation like that, where it's like, it does this thing to do this thing to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, as much as we joke about like that kind of stuff happening with Rube Goldberg devices, one of my favorite automation devices actually uses that technology where it does this thing, which triggers this thing, which triggers this thing. Uh-huh. And that's Logitech Harmony Remotes. I don't know if you guys have ever used any of those, but, you know, back in the day, you know, when it's like you would just get a TV, um, it was just cool to have a remote control that actually could flip the channels, right? Right. But then it was like, oh, well, now I need a TV that is hooked into a stereo system that plays the music, you know, like I have in this room that we're sitting in right now where I have speakers all around. And so it's like, oh, okay, I got to turn the TV on and I got to turn the stereo on and I got to turn the volume up on the stereo. Mm Mm-hmm. But what if you had another device that also hooked into the stereo, like a DVD player, right. that hooks into the stereo and needs a TV? Well, now you got to know to turn the DVD player on and the stereo on and the TV on mm-hmm. and in the right order and make sure the stereo is on the right input. Right. You can see how complex this gets yep. really quickly, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the Logitech Harmony remote does essentially that for you with one button press they came with an lcd screen i say came as in like they're like defunct now they still exist i I have um one in my house still um and they're great because they have like these like little labels that you put on certain buttons that say things like watch tv or watch dvd and when you hit the button it switches all the inputs to the right places does everything needs to do with all the devices that you have so that way you can watch a dvd and mm-hmm. it just like puts it to the right inputs and it's ready to go right and the reason i bring that up is because yesterday we went to some friends of ours houses and for 30 minutes they were struggling with all the oh, remotes no they no. were sitting there like oh well, we gotta turn the tv on and then we gotta stream the phone to oh, the thing and then we gotta and we gotta and then we gotta wow. switch that to the thing and i'm like that's not uncommon. That yeah. is very common. I have seen that multiple times. And every time I see that, I keep saying to myself, I'm like, I want to recommend this Logitech Harmony remote. Sure. Now, you guys remember the old Universal remotes that came out where it's like you would have to type in like a four-digit code. It's like if you have a GETV, yeah, you type in this four-digit mm-hmm. code for TV. Exactly. Type in this code for stereo. Mm-hmm. Well, with the Logitech Harmony remote, the advantage was you could plug it up to the USB of your computer, and it would download all of the devices that it knew um, how to control, and it would just come up. Wow. Just like that. That's great. 
Now, me, when I'm getting into technology early on, my DVD player was my PlayStation 2. I bought a infrared receiver, which, of course, infrared is how most remote controls work. Right, yeah. I could control my PlayStation 2 with my Logitech Harmony, which is something no universal remote could do. Right. And I could yeah. say, look, turn the TV, do this thing, do this thing, and boom, it would come up and everything would play. Nice. Now, with the PlayStation... Typically, if you want to watch like Netflix on your PlayStation, you had to use the controller. I'm not going to hold a controller in my lap. That looks right. Go ahead, you can say nerd, Jen. It's all right. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you're thinking nerd. So, um, but with the Logitech Harmony, I could use an actual regular remote control and control my TV. And when I would hit the volume control, it would actually adjust the volume on my stereo. When I hit fast forward, it would fast forward on my PlayStation. So it knew don't send the fast forward signal to my stereo mm-hmm. send the fast forward signal to my playstation yeah exactly because what happens is it actually splits it out and it says hey which of these functions should go to which devices okay so like when i do on off it knows on off is everything turn everything on yep but when i hit channel up and channel down only send that to the, to the tv, TV. Ah. but when i hit volume up and volume down only send that to the stereo because that's the sound. What yeah. about a fire stick? Like how would it address your fire stick? Or no, that... because fire stick is fire stick uses a, it uses a Wi-Fi network. Yeah. So this unfortunately does not work with a fire stick and it does not gotcha. work with a Google Chrome okay. cast. Oh, darn. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it does not work with those two things. Not yet. Not yet. No. Yeah. Well, not that I know of. I mean, I'm saying this because I don't have one that does that um there is a good possibility that by the time i'm releasing this we're releasing this episode that maybe there is a device that does that mm-hmm. who knows they're not um, very expensive either no um now i would say that now the most expensive expensive ones are like little tablets um those can get a little pricey mm-hmm. but some of the like the entry level ones that do all that work um they're not that expensive and you just again usb cord plug it up to the remote control boom shows up on your laptop you download some software and you're able to say, hey, look, which Sony um, stereo do you have? Which TV do you have? Right. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it just comes right up. And boom, you're ready to go. Hmm. It doesn't take that long. Very little, cool. Little techie to set up. If I was going to do the gen scale one to five difficulty, because <laughs> that's a good mark, though. I like that. I would say difficulty is about a three. Okay. For that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. The, but the great thing about this stuff is that as frustrating as it might be to set it up, once you set it up, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about anything else again. Mm-hmm. And then if you d- if you replace the device, they even have it on their site. And it says, you're going to replace the device. And it just says, okay, well, what was the old device? What's the new device? Wow. And it tries to replace oh my all the functions what? from the old device to the new device. Hmm. So let's say you replace your stereo. It's like, oh, you replace your stereo? Well, now we're going to try and put all the volume controls from your last stereo and have it go to the new stereo instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really advantageous. So, yeah. yeah. But again, I hate multiple remotes. And yeah, so exactly. if, if I can do that, um, and I know my, my wife is not techie, like, you know, like she like loves to play with that kind of stuff. Sure. Now I've trained her mm-hmm. because we just have a bunch of remotes and she knows, but I, I'm sure she would love it if I was to set something up like that. So I'm Did just, you want to help gotcha. the people last night with that situation when you were at their house? I was really... Chomping my, at the bed. Yeah, yeah. My 
um actually was like at nerd level 17 it was like oh um, actually you need to uh, and i was like oh no alondo shut up so you just, I just have to sit yeah and sit and get yep and i was just like tapping the floor violently with my foot i was like I, I hope you figure it out oh my goodness <laughs> Yeah. So another automation device, and and by the way, these are all ones I can personally attest to because I've actually had them or I still use them. And uh, one for me is my Kivo Smart Lock. Now, you guys never use it because I've never really set it up with you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's an automated lock on my front door. Mm -hmm. And I have it set up that if you get, if I send you a smart key, um, this is digital key, not like a real key, that you can download an app and you could walk up to my front door and as long as you're within 10 feet of my front door unlock my front nice. door and yeah. then you get a notification that it was unlocked that it was unlocked now we're going to talk about that in just a second with another okay. app um if this and that which you referred to earlier um but it will just unlock the door and you come in and in fact it automatically has automation to go along with my nest home Mm. Um, autom- uh, automated thermostat. thermostat and it comes up and asks me and it's like and this is just Kivo and it says hey I see you're home do you want to set the uh, thermostat to 72 degrees yeah and it does it mm-hmm. automatically That's for awesome. me yeah wow. now it's really kind of unnecessary because the Nest thermostat will automatically sense my phone is close to the house and, and adjust, it. The, uh, adjust right. it itself so it's really unnecessary but it's great for like when I would go for runs, and I don't want to take my keys. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just want to put my phone like in my like armband arm on band. my yeah. Right. And my wife today um, did that. Unfortunately, it didn't work when she came home for oh, some reason. No. So there's the caveat: is if your lock, because this is of course mechanical devices, if your lock for some reason does not perfectly <laughs> align. It can get jammed or something like that, uh, and then you can't get in. You can't get in. You'll be sitting there trying to get it to work, uh, and it won't work. And mm-hmm. I've had that happen too. I've gone for a run and come back home. Here I'm sweating and like you know, um, like you know, suffering, and I'm like trying to get in the house, and I'm like, it's not working, and I gotta like ring the doorbell. And I, you guys know how early I get up in the morning. Yeah. So when I finish my run, it's five in the morning. Uh, no one's up. No one's up. No one's up. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so that's the only caveat I will put with uh, with that Kivo uh, system. But there's a lot of those out there, and um, again, they use Bluetooth. They work on your phone. Some of the other advantages are, like for example, I have a guy coming to fix the thresholds around my house on uh-huh. Monday. Now he does not have to come into the house because it's a threshold, so he can like work on it from outside. Sure. But let's... what's wrong with your threshold? Um, they get rotted. They get rotted oh, from yeah. rain and stuff God, like uh-huh. that. Right. Um, and so. Let's say he needed to come in the house mm-hmm. for some reason. Theoretically, I could give him a temporary key that would oh, last wow. from like, let's just say four o'clock until seven o'clock. Yeah, he can few use hours. the key mm-hmm. to unlock and lock the door in the front front door. Yeah, for those few mm-hmm. hours that one day. And this is the thing I could do with you guys. For mm-hmm. example, I could set this up with you guys where when you come over to do podcast recording, I could say, "Hey, from one o'clock until seven o'clock on blah 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 day." You guys have um, lock and unlock capabilities of my house mm-hmm. on Sundays. Cool. He thinks he didn't already give us that, remember? Yeah. We used it last week. That explains a lot. Anyways, and we used it on his government cheese sheds. They so. did. I did see that the lock was open on that, too. So. <laughs> and we left it unlocked. I know. You guys can take all the cheese you want, though. Cause so, exactly. Irresponsible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, anyway, that's a really uh, a really cool device as well. And the last thing I'll tell you guys about with home automation is uh, if this and that, um, and sometimes it's abbreviated to IFTTT. I have used if this then that for mm-hmm. now going on six. No wait, I was going to say five six years now. It's a great web application, which is also available for most smartphones. And what it does is it lets you kind of create automation and integration between multiple applications. Now, let me give you a very simple instance, and then I'll give you some real-world instances that I use it. A simple instance would be, hey, have there ever been instances that you wonder about people who mention you on Facebook or mention you on Twitter, and you're like, I don't catch that notification, especially if you don't go on Facebook and Twitter that often? You can set it up to say, hey... Every time someone mentions my name on Twitter, text me and tell me. Or mm-hmm. every time someone mentions me on Twitter, make my lights flash in my living room. Whoa. That's the kind of stuff you could do with if this yeah. then that. It integrates with Nest. It integrates with my Kivo lock that I have on the front door, which is great because every time my sons come home um, and they use their phones to unlock that lock, it texts me a message and says, well, not a message, uh, an iOS notification. It says, hey, your Kivo was unlocked. Right. This morning, I went for my bike ride, um, and it told me that my wife left the house. Yeah. Which meant I was like, oh, she wants to went for a walk this morning because she has to go for like a little long walk on Sunday morning sometimes. Right. And so, again, so I knew, oh, well, she's up. And I called her. I was like, hey, I see you're up. Let me know if you want me to bring you home breakfast or something like that. Right. You know. Um, and then with my sons, I'm like, hey, I didn't know you were coming by today because, you know, you guys were staying at your mom's house. Mm-hmm. Anything going on? And they'll text me and be like, oh, no, I had to come pick up something, something. It's a great device for that. Nice. And you can do the same thing if you have a contractor that has Kivo access to your house. Mm. You can be like, hey, you know, uh, Kevin Smith Plumbing came by the house and unlocked your Kivo lock at 3.30 p.m., and then they can say, oh, well, they locked the lock back at, you know, 7 o'clock, and then you know, well, you were there for three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the advantages. Real-world situations that I use it for is, like I said, the Kivo unlocking and locking. Um, I use um, if this, then that to notify me every evening if it's going to rain the next morning because i bike really early right. in the morning yeah so it tells me the day before and it's like hey alondo it's going to rain tomorrow um so you may want to prepare <laughs> for that just <laughs> fyi mm-hmm. you know um i use it for um uh, also some other automation where at certain times of night it turns on certain lights turns certain lights off but also notifies me about you know, temperature or things like that. Right. I have a multitude of, you know, recipes, and that's what they're called recipes set up. Um, in fact, and some of them are simple things like notify me every time that ESPN says something about the Seattle Seahawks. And it sends, oh, wow. me, a, and oh, it wow. sends me a little message. Yeah. It says, hey, so-and-so from the Seattle Seahawks is doing something cool, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be like really, you know, techie stuff. It could be really simple things that just are helpful. But the great thing is with if this and that, it can help integrate a whole bunch of things into a notification system for you. Um, you know, so that way you can, you know, kind of um, help yourself out with stuff that you would typically have to spend time doing step one, step two, step three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the last thing I was going to mention is that, and I think I might have mentioned this on another uh, previous podcast, 
I'm a contractor. I always track my hours. I right. have, if this, then that set up, that it notifies, it, I'm sorry, not notifies, it tracks on a spreadsheet, a Google Drive spreadsheet. Yep. It tracks when I arrive at work. It tracks when I leave work automatically without me having to go and sit yeah. there and type great. in. I remember oh you mentioned goodness. that. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. And so it, it, which is great because I don't, when I'm getting ready to leave work, I'm not sitting here trying to worry about open up a spreadsheet and say, I arrived at work. Yeah. yeah. But it knows, you can set it to say, when I arrive at this particular concentric circle mm-hmm. on a map, write a line on my spreadsheet to say, I arrived at work. And then when I leave that area every night, it writes a line that says I, I left, left work. That, that way, there's no there is no um, uh, wondering about you know exactly when I arrived and when I left. Then so. does it say an I'll be back? No, it does, <laughs> it does not. I'll be back tomorrow. It doesn't say that yet. Oh, now it should. will. Thank you, Jen. Oh, I no. appreciate that. I will modify that. That would be so cool. I will modify I'll be that. Back. Yep. So, <laughs> anyway, I highly recommend it. If anybody gets the opportunity and wants to go check that out, there are hundreds. And when I say hundreds, I'm not even exaggerating here. Hundreds of apps that it works with. It can yeah. send you emails, send you text messages, send you notifications on your phone, track weather, automate your home, anything that connects to the internet. There's so many things it can do. I wish I had an automatic garage door opener yeah. um, that connected to it because then I would set that up where it's like, oh, when the garage door opens up, then turn my uh, thermostat on or turn my thermostat off, things like that. That so, would be so great. Great stuff. Mm. So anyway. Thanks, Alondo. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. All right, so let's wrap this up a little bit. And I'm trying not to make it so dark at the end of this episode because everything is so lighthearted. Don't, don't. Donnie Downer in this Luke I am your father Vivian's about to break it down (laughs) So (laughs) Do either one of you have an Amazon Echo? No No I have the Amazon Alexa voice Remote For your Fire TV TV. I have one of those too But I don't have an Echo So Fire Stick TV remote right? Yep. That's supposed to be really easy it oh, yeah, is. yeah. It is actually it is really very convenient. Easy, actually. It is very yeah. cool. You can fast forward and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But with Wait, this, you can use it to fast forward? With, yeah, with, yeah. If you have a Fire TV, with a Fire TV remote, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I have the Fire Stick with you, the remote. Try it. I didn't know you could fast TV is different, though, right? Yeah. It's a little bit different. Because mine the... is embedded into the t- yeah, TV. Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. Fire Stick. But it, you could try it with your Fire Stick. I'm not I sure. I didn't if it know does. that. I know that you can order. I didn't realize this. I could order. You know, products and stuff until a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, scary, I can order though. products from my TV? Oh, yeah. Yes. I, we, that's, Blew my mind. That's one of the big things that we use for Amazon, uh, the Amazon Echo, is creating shopping lists. So that when, oh, when you have. Brilliant. We, we just say, hey, Alexa, it'll pop up and you can say, add milk to shopping list. We, we talked about that with Crowbeat Coffee. Yeah, well, exactly. But the thing is, though, I hadn't gotten to subscribing until recently, and now I'm getting a lot more serious about it because my local store keeps running out of the stuff that I yeah. specifically want, like there my protein go. shake and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and now you're I started about using it. And that. you can use that, yeah. You, you and can it's use great. And it comes mm-hmm. in like when it wants to, when I tell it, I'm like, hey, I want it to arrive on September, blah, blah, blah. And it comes that day, cold. Yep. I'm shocked. Anyway. You can Sorry. actually have prompt the Echo to do stuff But like you can that. do the Echo to do that. Yeah. It didn't even occur to me for a second about shopping lists. It's great because my That's wife brilliant. will be in the store shopping while yeah. I add something to the list, and she can see it automatically on her phone saying, oh, I see that Beaven just added creamer to the coffee. That's 
Brilliant, man. That is brilliant. But the sneaky, the the flip side of that is a lot of people are concerned with the security of the Amazon Echo. Oh, sure. And how much information is Amazon or the Echo listening at certain points of your life? Mm -hmm. And this was actually mentioned in a case last year where there was a murder that happened in Arkansas. And I think I covered this when on yeah. one of the previous you, episodes. You kind, kind of, hinted. of hinted a little to it, like you were like you know teasing us. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So basically, let me let me give you the backstory of this. So this happened in somebody's house in Arkansas. James Bates was charged with first degree murder in the 2015 death of his friend Victor Collins after a night of drinking and watching football. Well, I mean, that's typically what you do after a night of drinking and football. You football. go murder your to friend. A friend. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, Jen, don't watch your football. And drink with me. Cause okay, I will never. Stuff's going to get real. <laughs> I might be It's going to get really real. <laughs> and I'm going to use your finger on your oh phone. My on gosh. your phone, yes. On your phone. <laughs> Thank you for lightening this up because this is kind of dark. Oh, that's so okay. Collins was found floating face down in Bates' hot tub later on that evening. Well, if you're going to die, you want to go down in a you hot wanna tub. You want to go in the bubblies. You know, exactly. But the interesting part of this case was the fact that one of the other friends of this party heard a song that one of the party guests actually asked Amazon to play. So that was used in the case to say, okay, if you can get that information about the specific time this guest asked for that song, maybe we can get additional information to see, find out what happened to... Sorry. <laughs> so someone asked for a murder song? Is that what I'm... Is that... No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let me go... Let me, let me explain. I'm sorry. No, I'm with you. I want a song to murder, too. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. During the party, the football, the party festivities, yes, okay. one of the guests actually uh-huh. asked Amazon to play a Lexa specific... Lexa played Who Let the Dogs Out? Yes. Mm, like right. that. Jen's Thank favorite you. song. Yes, got it. Okay. So, and it happened to be around the same time. And no, it was during that process, prosecutors were thinking, well, if that person can ask to play a specific song, maybe we can go through that Amazon Echo timeline and hear the to conversation. figure out if there was a conversation oh, going on during God. that time. Got it. Okay. Like, die. Okay. <laughs> 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 Who let the dogs out of this knife? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so prosecutors. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jen. <laughs> prosecutors were asking Amazon to present that information to him okay and initially amazon was saying no we're not going to give you that that's you know this is kind of well it opens up their technology bingo yeah exactly so they didn't want to do it until the guy bait said i give you permission because i want to clear my freaking name of this entire case and prove to you that collins did not die by my hand oh so when bait said that they're like wow okay Bates said it here you go okay and they gave him the information and yeah. uh, let me read the the result because i didn't give you that a judge dismissed the murder charge against him because there wasn't enough evidence on the machine itself and the evidence in the case itself to say that James Bates actually murdered his friend from the evidence that was compiled from whatever they got from Amazon and whatever they got at the crime scene. Okay. Didn't know, so it was he was scot-free, James was cleared. But it kind of brings up, like you brought up the issue of how much of this technology is actually listening to what we're saying and i know we've you've said before people are actually listening to us typing their responses to us on certain emails and all that kind of stuff but it brings that question of you know what how much privacy do we have when we have that automated window that's turning on our lights and ordering our crowby coffee and so who murdered him 
Well, I'm look, reading this article. It turns out from what from what the defense is saying, the guy that died had a blood alcohol content of point three two. Oh, so he, oh. <laughs> four that's times, what murdered Four him. times the legal limit. Four times the legal limit. So I'm looking at this uh. like. There is no way, yeah, that... And then went and got in a hot probably tub? Probably just got in the hot tub, didn't even think about where he was, and just went... Oh, my goodness. Plunk. Oh, wow. So, I guess I'm confused as to why they immediately thought it was a murder when they knew they were drinking and partying and being... I guess there were suspicious circumstances around them. They wanted oh. to find out. The family, is, the family of the guy that's oh, deceased okay. still accuses him of murdering his oh. friend. He had meant Star Wars R2-D2 coins. Ooh. Priceless. <laughs> priceless. I don't know if you heard of these. No. They're not priceless. Oh. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, that's really weird, though, that they would just jump to thinking that. Mm-hmm. There that had to be extenuating circumstances. Murdered, but I'm it's still... Not, yeah, the, the, the gap in there, the bridge between those two things wasn't really covered in the stories that I was reading. Yeah. Didn't really say, okay, well, why were they having this? Did they have an argument? Was there something going right, on? Right, yeah. exactly. Didn't well, they say have some anything like that. Because yeah. I know sometimes when I argue with somebody, I'm like, I hate your guts. Come to my football party. <laughs> And and sit in my hot tub. Sit in my, in my hot, hot tub. tub. And tell me you won't be. I know it's down. a little hot, right? I know it's a little hot, right? <laughs> you sit in there and sweet potato. <laughs> mm. So shifting gears a little bit too. Besides that, there's other dangers with technology, and there's another interesting article that I came up with, that I came across, where, the, being a little bit more serious in this case. Um, there's a London-based research team that published a six-page list of resources for domestic abuse victims who have been targeted through smart home gadgets controlled by their partners. So mm. in some cases, the domestic abuser, it says here, can remotely control Internet-connected home appliances using their phone, such as a smart thermostat, causing these devices to seemingly malfunction or become disabled with no probable cause. Oh, so like, so like, let's say it's a dude and he like gets kicked out the house, right? Yes. Uh huh. And so, so that he's dude like, has control. He's over kicked the out the house, but like, he still got control over stuff. And he's like, I want to make it really awkward and unbearable for you. Yes. It's gonna be eighty degrees in your house. I can house. stalk you. I can look at the, my phone and see oh, that's right, because you can look at stuff and stalk and oh. But the thing, the wow. cool thing about this article, and I will share this in the show notes, is. This document includes a series of blogs, websites that these folks can visit to help combat those scenarios, right, to get right. out of that scenario. I mean, I actually had this case, or not a case, but a friend of mine actually contacted me a few weeks ago saying, hey, there's, I want you to work on a website for me, but, oh, hey, by the way, this person's in a domestic, <laughs> domestic abuse case. I'm like, wait a minute, the whole priority here first before I even work on any technology is Get that person out of there. That situation. That scenario. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have these resources like this online that people can do that. Mm-hmm. It makes me think, I need to send this article to that person because they need the help that they can get to get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I'm glad you're bringing that up, even because that's um, near and dear to my heart. And um, I just started, um, and I did this for years before, mm-hmm. volunteering for domestic uh, abuse uh, shelter. And I'm starting to do it again because I was doing hospice and I started to... I've, decide to switch back over sure. to that and i'm telling you right now the the ways that your ex you know boyfriend or whoever 
or girlfriend, by the way, because right. that's that's the it thing. Goes, it, yeah, it, 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 ways, people uh-huh. do not do not assume it just goes one way. There are times when it's like guys have been abused by women. Um, not to say that that's more prevalent, um, but right. either way it goes. When someone has access to all your information and all your technology and what have you, it's easy to forget that they have access to. Like you're talking about your home automated your home devices automation. and if all got, that kind they of got stuff. They got the Kivo, jeez, man. Can what if they imagine? had? Look, we were talking. Yeah, right. They have the Kivo access, and they're just sitting there, just oh. unlocking your door, just yeah. walking in like it's walking no problem like because you forget. You're like, yep. oh, mm-hmm. I forgot that I gave them access to this thing, or gave them access mm-hmm. to that thing, or gave them access to my government cheese bank account. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. So there is that link that we uh, yeah, will provide to, so that folks can kind of get a handle on right, these things right. to prevent themselves from being victims of these type of. Uh, attacks mm-hmm. and then the last thing to make it a little bit more humorous because we need it after the first two that i a little levity a little levity all right, right. Yeah, so you go. i know you guys aren't familiar with this because you don't have it but with the amazon echo on occasion when i'm just sitting in a room watching tv or something that thing will pop up and say i'm sorry i don't understand what you're saying and i'm not saying a word and the tv is at a, a pretty low volume and it doesn't really detect it anyway right but there have been instances at the beginning of this year where it, the Alexa would just intermittently pop up and start laughing. And there, I can send you a link to one of the videos where it just all of a sudden will start laughing. We on that Jenna McCarthy. <laughs> Remember, she was talking yeah. about the whole, you know. Yeah. When, yeah. The aura. The aura. The whole, oh. What did she say? In, indigo. Something? Indigo. indigo. And her yes, child a crystal, was crystal child. Crystal child. There it is. That's what I was That's thinking right. of. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. so Scientology over here. Girl, for, <laughs> Scientology. Scientology, please do not come to us. Exactly. Yeah. No. 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 And if you do come to us, please give us a autograph by Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I, I want to race him just one time. Just, just let's go out and just out on the street and I'm just like <laughs> just, wanna see if I can race him. You know in every one of his movies he's running. He's, he's always running. Type of there running. is a video, a YouTube video supercut of him just oh, running. Really? Oh, I got to see that. Oh, I will bring it up after this podcast. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you will have to do that. Absolutely. So, yeah, they would just intermittently start laughing. Luckily, I never was a victim of that cuz that some people some friends of mine said that happened to him in the middle of the night and that's like, uh-uh, no. There nope. was no, I'm leaving the house. Like, that's poltergeist done. now. No. Nope. Oh my god. But house for sale. <laughs> Amazon actually. It was actually for some reason Amazon. Well, Amazon explanation is saying that Alexa can mistakenly hear the phrase Alexa laugh. So when you say Alexa, the uh, the app automatically will start listening to what you have to say, and then when you give you command, it should cut off. But when it was apparently hearing Alexa laugh, it would just start. That's the ghost. Creepy laughter. Alexa laugh. So Amazon eventually caught on the news spread and they fixed the bug so that now when you say something Alexa laugh or something remotely close to that, it it'll say, How do you want me to laugh? or it won't just trigger an automatic laughter wow. so that you're not freaked out in the middle of the So night. you would need a smart ghost to say I'd like you to laugh from your belly, Alexa. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. A belly laugh. What did the laugh sound like? Oh, was it shoot. was it wait, like wait, maniacal? Wait, wait. Oh my gosh! Was it a it, cackle? Uh, yeah, because if it was a cackle, <laughs> Jen, I'm telling you right now, Jen, I would have moved out. Wouldn't you have moved out? You'd be like, ah, sh- house for sale, bye, house oh, for sale. Right. Nope, nope. 
house bar. <laughs> Boy bar. Yep. Bar Felicia. I would be going so oh fast. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't even say bar. Nope. Mm-mm. I have a, I have the, the, the link in the notes. Please, so to please make sure we send this link to me because I want to put it in the show notes and creep out all the peoples. All the peoples. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still shivering on that. I know. I've been shivering all day on this stuff. Thank you for the nightmares on that, Beaven. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare number 228. <laughs> you are welcome. Oh, man. Someone's not going to work in the morning. <laughs> because he ain't getting no sleep tonight. Okay, team, is there anything else we need to cover? Just your Alexa. My Alexa. Yeah, I'm going to cover that thing over like, <laughs> with up. a cheesecloth <laughs> and an anvil. Put a crow beak up in there. <laughs> What's the crow beak going to do? It's going to hold down Cut the it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Little Bits and Big Bites, that's this week's show. Uh, thanks for joining in, and we hope you learned a lot about... <laughs> All the creepy Alexa stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm still shivering about. Uh, learn a little bit about. <laughs> you know, it, Halloween will be here sometime soon, so yeah, that works out. Uh, learned a lot about the home automation in general. Um, if this and that, um, I know I talked about um, uh, Steve like smart locks, mm-hmm. and I talked about. Well, I didn't really talk much about smart lights, but I use Wemo. By Belkin for that. Okay. And another one that you can use is uh, the Philips Hue. Mm-hmm. I don't have that system. It can get a little pricey. Yeah. Um, but every so often they go on sale on Amazon. Yep. Yep. I've seen you can get the, the, the hues and all that for yeah. on sale. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's another uh, home automation um, device. Um, and then of course, all the uh, gotta you know stay uh, on top of tasks. You know, with the stuff that Jen was talking about. Thank you, Jen. Because mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta stay on top of work. Work can't work. play video games. No video games. Goodness gracious! Go take a bath. That. That's right. TV zombie. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, but if you'd like to reach out to us, remember that you can do so on uh, Twitter at bbitwise, Facebook at www.facebook.com slash bbitwise, email at podcast at bbitwise.com. Um, and of course, if you want to listen to us on your favorite podcast app, you know, just go into basically your device, um, go to the search feature and type in podcast, and I assure you it will come up. Um, and then, of course, when you get the opportunity, take two seconds to give us those five star reviews. We want to make sure that, uh, you know, you like us, that you really, really like us. Yes, that's please. I, that's my, we really, that's my, really like That's us. my Sally Field impression. <laughs> Terrible oh, Sally yeah. Field impression, but um, yeah. But, but of course, really, if you have some problems with what we do, uh, we also want to hear that feedback because we want to improve. This is actually going to be our last episode of season one. Yes, season one is coming to a sad So, place. yeah. So, season one, episode 15. I'm so 15. glad we had this time together. I know. Me too. <laughs> I am so glad we went out on a creepy bang. <laughs> Be even- <laughs> Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah. And um, so, next season, our whole purpose is going to be to track down the ice cream man. 
or yes. talk about technology. In which search are, of the whichever ice cream one. Area. I know we're gonna go out like investigative styles, like we're like looking for a ghost or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but uh, we're gonna maybe change things up a little bit. Uh, we'll see. Um, but hold on a few weeks, and uh, like I said, we're gonna start season two, and. Um, Say, uh, make sure we uh, entertain with more technology news and information that's going to help you out. Um, for information, uh, more information about this website, I know we referred to the show notes a couple times. Uh, go to our website, www.bebitwise.com, and there you'll get all the information. And next season, I'm going to probably start including the show notes and the actual details of the uh, episodes themselves. So you want to actually go to the website to get that information. Cool. Um, so, uh, as I say every time and for the last time this season, uh, make sure you tune in each week. Remember to learn something new every day and let's, let's all, all be, be bitwise. Bit Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, y'all. We should have sang that in harmony. Oh, let's all be bitwise. Let's all be bitwise. Let's all be bitwise. You bleep out names, right? You wouldn't put his name in this and this. Oh, no. I'm gonna put everybody's name no. in this time. No. Yep. Because you put no. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in everybody's names. I have to watch what I say. When everybody's names. Running. I tell you, you know, you can't trust me. As far as you can throw me. I've noticed. And I don't think you have the bicep strength to throw me right now. So, <laughs> just saying. Or ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, I know you go to Planet Fitness, but, you know. I haven't I, been in a while, by I, the way. I saw you struggle at the front door one time just trying to push <laughs> it open. I don't think you can You're throw funny. me far. <laughs> Do not let Alondo in your house. He yeah, I wouldn't let me. I would not let me in your house, people. If you ever get the opportunity to invite me in your house, I would... Highly, highly recommend. You don't let me in. Don't let me in. Yeah, because I all I do is think evil at all times. You bring the crow. If you've ever heard the theme song to uh, the Omen, the Omen, (laughs) that theme song plays behind me at all times. Um, Even right now, and the I have to specifically edit out the audio of the Omen theme music playing behind me right now. Here's this time. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Be even. Go. Be bit wise. Be bit wise. Be bit wise. Be bit you gotta wise. I be bit wise. Yes. <laughs> Kanye, when you listen to this podcast, because I know you're gonna do that. Because I know that you just like randomly like just like, you know, I just went on just a random podcast for today. This is your random podcast for today, Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, when you listen to this podcast, just remember. Come to my house. You can stay for a week. I'm going to introduce you back into regular society. I'm going to help you get, you know, acclimated to just, just people. All right. Just, just common usual, people. normal, common people. I'm going to put you in the side of my SUV. We're going to ride around the streets. All right. It is not going to be anything crazy. Uh, will we'll not press his thumb on the thumbprint. No, no absolutely no. not. Uh-huh. You will drink regular drinks like other people. I will give you a Big Mac. 
or maybe a uh, a gordita crunch. Gordita <laughs> crunch. <laughs> oh lord! Just a normal food, you know what I'm saying? And then afterwards, I'm gonna send you back to to wherever you go to La La Land. La La Land, you know. And then I'll send you a postcard every week. It'd be like, remember that gordita crunch? And he'd be like, man, that Alondo grounded me. Check in. Mm-hmm. And then he will make an album, and it will be amazing. Like every album he ever puts out, because. It'll be groundbreaking, but he'll always remember. And he'll be like, I just like to put this out to be bit wise. (laughs) Tonight, after dark. Right. And then he'll be like, and then like during it, he's going to auto tune. He'll be like, be bit wise, be bit wise, be bit wise. (laughs) He's going to sample us. Oh, oh, you know he's going to sample us. He's going to chipmunk us. And then he's going to give us the royalties for his mega million song. Most definitely. I like it. Nope. Unrespected, uh, understand it and respect it. Yes, <laughs> unrespected. <laughs> That's a new word. Unrespect. 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 Which is basically like, I respect you and I understand you. Yes. I unrespect you. Unrespect you. Hey, it flows off the tongue nicely. Oh, there you go. Uh, I can't right Give now, but I'll think creatively. Give me an alternative. If I think of one, I don't have one right now. Open ears. The alternative would be to take it out. This and keep open, rolling. This is the open ear session of the Beep It Wise podcast. And it's after dark. After dark. <laughs> after dark. This is a lot of breaking it down for you. Go ahead.